Hello everybody and welcome to episode 13 of the Fetch Everyone weekly podcast. We're available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. We've even employed some bloke to go to the top of a tour with a blanket and uh, a fire and just sort of broadcast it via smoke signals. Ha! April Fool. Well that was a bit of a rubbish one wasn't it? Anyway, Fetch Everyone is a free website for runners, bikers, swimmers and everyone. Some websites put their best features behind a paywall. Ooh, no, we don't do that. It's all free. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and visit fetcheveryone.com forward slash podcast with all your comments and questions. And I'm joined here by Katie. Katie? Katie's not here, folks. Um, And I'm not joking about that, unfortunately. There's no Katie, so you've just got me this week, which means I'm going to need your help. (laughs) It sounds like one of those kind of like panto skits where they get, come on kids, if you all shout loud enough, she'll be here. But now Katie's got a lot of work on this week, so she's just taking a bit of a break from it. Um, So yeah, unfortunately it's just me. Um, But I'll run through some of the usual stuff and I've got a nice few uh, clips from Fetchies to play for you. First of all, as usual, we talk about our training. My training's gone pretty well. This week we did a, a 10 mile long run together as our sort of last long run before Sandy 10, which is next weekend. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, we took a, a wrong turn that sent us up a, a big long hill that was longer than either of us wanted, but we got there. And and then on Friday I did a four mile tempo run. I've just been gradually increasing those a little bit by about half a mile each week. And just building on that, I'm starting to see a little bit of a return from that at the moment. Um, it's starting to go pretty well. So four miles at about 7.40 pace. I'm aiming for about somewhere between 7.40 and 8 minute miling, which is roughly halfway between my 10k and my half marathon pace. Um, and that's usually the sweet spot for most people to aim at to get the benefits of a threshold run. The idea is, is I think that your muscles are generating lactate, lactic acid. It's one of those, one is wrong, one is right. Um, but your, your muscles generate that. That's not a bad thing because that is then used in the process of generating more energy for your muscles. But there comes a point when your body can't actually handle the volume that is being generated. And that's when you feel that horrible sort of burn thing going on. So running at around about this pace, halfway between 10k and half marathon, gives your body plenty of experience of like, okay, so he's going to do this again, is he? Right, we better adapt. Um, And your body generates more stuff around your muscles. I forget the names, but it it basically adapts to what you're doing, allows you to handle that um, lactate slash lactic acid. Someone correct me, please. And it allows you to go faster for longer. So that's the purpose of those runs. I'm finding them really useful at the moment. For me, they work better than intervals. I think I'll keep on doing this and keep on testing myself at park run every so often. And when I eventually hit some kind of plateau of times, then I'll start introducing some intervals to just try and take things up a little step further. Um, We've had some nice comments from users. Minardi pointed out that Boston is in Lincolnshire, not Norfolk. Um, That's what I said last week. I'm sorry about that. Um, Fenland Flyer has donated some bubbles to Fetch Point. So we'll be looking out for for those and we'll hopefully be having a nice time 
somewhere in the middle of the, the flatlands of Lincolnshire on the 14th of April. So we'll be supporting all the marathon runners at Boston. There's going to be about 2,000 of them. We've got uh, bananas, grapes, maybe some melons, but we're hoping to have enough fruit for all of the runners. So if you know somebody who's running it, then make sure to let them know that we'll be at somewhere around about mile 20. And if you are running it yourself, then um, make sure you give us a big shout and we'll we'll give you an equally big shout, if not a bigger one. Uh, Pedro Scals, now we know how to pronounce it, says that you're never too old for rugby and he's pointed out some players in their 50s playing full contact. I'm a little way off the full contact yet, but I'm hoping to get to my first uh, touch rugby session tomorrow. So I'm a bit excited about that, a bit nervous as well, but I guess that's natural, isn't it? Tommy Kay says he's just signed up for his first ever park run on the back of last week's episode. That's really nice. Uh, it's nice to think that we are actually sort of helping encourage people to do stuff and we had some comments in relation to Katie's suggestion about the Geneva Lake swim. Sai and Run Free made various suggestions about how I get round to from one side of the lake to the other whilst Katie is swimming eight miles. I don't know if you know much about Lake Geneva but I think the all the way around is about 190 miles so whichever way I go I'd be looking at covering uh, a heck of a distance to, to get around to the other side while she swims. Um, swimming eight miles is probably going to take her about five hours, we think. So I have got time to make a bit of a journey round. Um, and I'm liking the sound of the biking, but I do not like the sound of the rollerblading. Anyway, I may cycle around it, but we're obviously not looking at doing that this July because it's a, a week after Katie has done another swim down in Devon. Um, but we are thinking about it for um, for next year. So watch that particular space. And Mandy Moo said, how the heck can you swim for eight miles? And I guess it's what's the alternative? <laughs> really, you get halfway across. Uh, you gotta you got to carry on, haven't you? But no, there's a massive flotilla of, of boats, canoes, um, there's board things that people stand up, paddle boards, and they look after you. And if you need a rest or whatever, you can cling on to one. Um, they have various food stations, sort of floating ones. I think Katie will probably give us a, a better answer on that when she comes back next week. We've got a bit of a break from me talking now, though. We've got um, a little piece from Groundhog, who is reporting in from the Saturn 7-hour challenge. It's a little tiny bit windy, uh, but here he is. Hello everyone, this is Groundhog coming to you from Saturn Running's Despicable Run, a seven hour challenge event with a three and a bit mile lap course along the Thames near Egham. Um, it's a uh, Oh dear me, it's a bit of a painful experience at the moment for me. Um, I've got a rather sore back from a kind of long-term injury which I'm having a real trouble to try and shift. I managed to run a decent half marathon and then jog walked another lap and I'm on my seventh lap having just done 20 miles. Now then, one of the good things about an event like this is you get to meet and have a chat with lots of other runners. England Linda is here, another fetchy, 
I haven't seen for a long time, so we had a good natter. And <clears throat> all the time you're running up and down doing these laps, you get to see all the other runners. And the vast majority of them are a very encouraging bunch. And they'll call out and wish you well, tell you well done, keep going. All the things you'd usually get from a people lying in the streets on some city marathon. Well done. Well done. Happy birthday. <laughs> Number 60. He's running his... Uh, oh, he's done over 100 marathons, but he's, um, it's his 60th birthday. Another Sanders jogger. Hey, Mark. Well done. Um, so you get this a lot. It's one of the um, big advantages of a, of a run like this. Uh, some people would absolutely hate the idea of running laps lap after lap after lap and you have to do eight of them to get to a marathon <clears throat> and I do have a point but if you look around it's a lovely place for a bit of a run Hi. and uh, it's a glorious day the sun has just started to come out it's still reasonably cool and very pleasant for running or even fast walking which is what I'm doing and uh, oh. There's all sorts of things going on. Yeah. Hey guys, well done. Um. High fives. More high fives along the way. <coughs> but uh, at this time of year, it's absolutely perfect. And it's a great way of doing. Hey Sarah, well done. A really good um, long training run, if that's what you're up to. So some people have done 10K, and that's what they wanted to do. And they still get the same medal everyone else. Other people have done half a marathon and some people have been doing a sort of 17 to 20 miles because that's the kind of long run that they needed to do before their spring marathon proper. Um, other people like me are just on the eventual road to getting up to 100 marathons. Today's uh, number 80 for me and um, <clears throat> it's kind of a recovery run in a way. Um, on the way back from injury and seeing how well I can do ahead of uh, Boston Marathon. So hopefully I'm going to see a lot of you other fetchies up there and hopefully in a lot better shape than I am now. So I'm going to sign off now. Enjoy the view. Enjoy the sunshine. And enjoy some more high fives. <laughs> see ya. Hey, thanks Groundhog. I like the bit where the bloke goes past and he said, stop faffing about on your phone and get on with it. <laughs> yeah, the laps sound like a, a really, well, I've got a bit of a love-hate relationship with them. Sometimes I get on well with them um, and at other times there's that feeling of like, I've got to go around this whole thing again. I remember what it was like last time. This time isn't going to be a lot of fun. Um, and you could hear the occasional sort of grunt and groan from from you as you were walking along but it sounded like you were doing really well and um yeah we certainly hope to see you in boston and uh and we'll give you a big shout out and it sounds like a a, a good idea for a race where everybody is just doing whatever they want to do like the people doing the 10k the people doing dozens of laps or you know it's it sounds like good fun so uh, thanks for very much for that and i hope you had a good time I wanted to mention a couple of uh, things that are happening on the site. There will hopefully be an update to the training log, which will go properly live today. 
I've got to get it live today because I've got to send out my weekly email and I need something to talk about in that. So I think I'll, I'll get that update out. There are various changes to basically the, the header above the list where you see all of your training entries. Uh, that header has some new filters in it to allow you to sort of pick out different parts of your running. Um, and it's generally aimed at being a lot cleaner and a lot easier to use. And the other thing I wanted to point you out is the training targets page, because April the 1st now means that we're a quarter of the way into 2019. And I'm just interested to know how you guys are getting on. Are you matching up with your targets? So if you'd like to write a blog or something like that, or leave a comment on the podcast thread if you haven't got a whole blog in you, then let us know how your first quarter has gone. Um, me, I'm doing pretty well on my target of reaching a thousand miles for the year. I'm on 243, probably should be on 250, but I'm, I'm quite happy that I'm, I'm close enough. And I also wanted to mention a, a forum thread this week. It's the great big leggy sunflower grow off. And if your seeds are not in the ground or in a pot already, then you're too late to enter officially, but I recommend that you just stick your seeds in a pot right now and, and just pretend that you got them in yesterday because it is a really fun thing to do. Um, I did it last year for the first time and you just stick a couple of seeds in pots, um, water them for a bit and then when the weather gets a bit warmer you stick them outside. I was feeding mine with all sorts of steroids and um, stuff that I bought off the internet and <laughs> they were doing pretty well. Uh, I think they got up to like about eight feet last year and it was just really nice to see them coming up. So I recommend that. There's a bit of banter on the thread as well about who's got the biggest one. So there's plenty of sunflower waving to be had. Time for some featured fetchies now. And first up, we've got Sweetie, who wants to let you all know that there's no reason to say no to triathlon. Um, it is something that everybody can try. Hello, fetchies. It's Sweetie here. I've been logging my running on Fetch Everyone for many years, but as you may or may not know, Fetch is not just a great running website. You can log all types of training, biking, swimming, rowing, walking, you name it, which makes it a great site for logging triathlon training too. I did my first triathlon back in 2016, and one thing that people often say to me is, wow, you do triathlons? I could never do that. Well, I'm here to tell you that's wrong. You can absolutely do a triathlon. One of the biggest things that puts most people off the idea of a try is the swim. You might worry that you can't swim front crawl fast enough, that you'll need a breather in the middle, that you can only do breaststroke. But if you pick a local pool-based try, those things genuinely don't matter. As an example, in my local sprint try last year, for a 400 metre swim, the times ranged from under 5 minutes to nearly 20 minutes for the swim portion. So they really do cater for all abilities. If you're a complete non-swimmer, then find adult swimming lessons in your local leisure centre. There's really no excuse. Another great thing about pool-based tries is that the slower swimmers go first. So even if you are genuinely the slowest swimmer on the planet, you will still be out on the bike and the run with other competitors. You're not going to get left behind. Another frequent concern is the logistics. What kit do I wear? What do I need in transition? How do I manage X, Y and Z? There is a thread on Fetch Everyone called Basic Triathlon Questions for Those Who Don't Know. This is a brilliant thread to post all your questions and concerns. There is no question too stupid to ask and you'll get great advice that can put your mind at rest. 
Another potential barrier is people worry they'll need to spend a lot of money on expensive kit. Again, this simply isn't true. While you can spend a lot if you want to, I have seen people do the swim in a regular swimsuit and then just pull on a pair of cycling shorts and transition, and people taking part on mountain bikes or commuter bikes. It really is a very inclusive sport. So if you've ever thought that triathlon was something that you couldn't do, think again. Go and enter your local pool try. There are new ones popping up all the time and you will have a blast and get all the support you need for your training on fetcheveryone.com. And don't forget to blog how you get on. Thanks, sweetie. That was great. And it reminded me of the first uh, triathlon that I ever did. Um, I've only done two, so it's not as if I'm experienced now or anything like that. But um, yeah, it was a, a pool swim, 400 metres. And I remember, although I was close to the back of the field in the swim, there were people there doing heads up breaststroke, sort of waving and smiling to each other as they, they passed on each each uh, length of the pool. So there's definitely scope for people who just want to sort of give it a try and and see what it's like. And it was a a good fun day. I have fond memories of it. Um, I always remember going from bike to run is a bit of a weird feeling. It feels like someone has just sort of unplugged your legs, turned them around and plugged them back in backwards. Um, Because it feels like because you've been cycling for so long, it feels like they're going around backwards. Um, but a good experience and I'd recommend it for everyone. And now here comes Mandy Moo who's going to tell you a little bit about her biking squad. Oh, it's Mandy Moo down here just about hanging on to the UK in Dover, Kent. I joined Fetch in 2016 when I have really took up running to try and help me lose some weight. I have been here ever since and don't think can't see me ever leaving the website because I love the fact of all the stats that I can go back and look at all my runs over the years and see how I've been doing. I had just completed my first walking marathon when I joined and have since gone on to complete London three times and Brighton twice. But in 2011, I broke my foot while hurdling, although that's not as athletic as it sounds, as it was actually on the Xbox Connect after a few glasses of alcohol had been consumed. This left me not being able to run for just over six months. And as we all know, running helps relieve stress. And therefore, because I couldn't run, I was getting quite stressed at home. So hubby bought me a mountain bike so I could at least go out and do some form of exercise. My dad is a keen cyclist and therefore said that as soon as I had a bike, we could do London to Brighton together. Jokingly, I told him for that I needed a road bike. And lo and behold, the money appeared in my bank account and I purchased my first road bike. Dad and I have never actually done the London to Brighton, but we did end up doing the Ride 100 together, and I have completed the Ride 100 three times so far, along with many other sportives. This also led me down another path, which ended up with me being a volunteer and also having a couple of part-time jobs with British Cycling. I'm one of their many guided ride leaders, where we take people out for bike rides, but also I am the Kent area Um, guided ride coordinator along with over the last year and this year uh, the Kent area pop-up event manager. For those of you who have not heard of our pop-up events they are for families, for people who are just getting back into cycling, for those of you who may not be confident enough to go out on the roads or want some help building up your confidence and they are held monthly from April through to November all across the UK. If uh, you would be interested in coming along and joining up to one of these free events, you need to just go to our website, www.letsride.co.uk, 
pop in your postcode and it will bring up all your local rides and the pop-up events should appear, appear there too for you. These events are great for families. We do have a go ride, co- go ride coaches along at most of our events and they will give the smaller children some training. And you have our lovely volunteers there to help everybody on the day. Hopefully we'll see some of you along there before too long. Thanks, Mandy. That was really good. I uh, couldn't help laughing a little bit about you hurdling and damaging yourself whilst um, playing on the Xbox. We normally get the light fittings. That's what normally goes when when we're doing stuff in front of the Xbox. Something always breaks. And I've I've even sort of installed a little hook in the ceiling so that we can hook the light up out of the way so we don't break anything anymore. But we still manage to whack it every now and again. Uh, yeah, do go and check out the riding groups, folks. Um, hopefully that will encourage some of you to do some cycling. Very encouraging stuff this week. So thank you to everybody who's contributed. The podcast really does thrive on your contributions. So if you'd like to send us something, then the email address is podcast at fetcheveryone.com. Tell us about an event that you're participating in or an event that you're organising or your experience doing something, trying something new. Just let us know and we'd love to to share some of those. And don't forget also to share your quarter one blogs and comments and let us know how you, you've got on for the first three months of the year. And that'll be it for this week because uh, I've got no one to talk to apart from you guys. So if there's one last thing that you could do for me, that is to send a, a lovely message to Katie. We're looking forward to having her back next time. Um, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and visit fetcheveryone.com forward slash podcast to leave all of your comments and questions and we'll see you next time bye bye